Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Martha Hoy, who is an author, nurse, and speaker. So Martha, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with just telling us a little bit about yourself, some of the things that you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Oh, well, fun. I love to travel. (laughs) And I like to eat pizza. Coca-Cola is my favorite. (laughs) That's pretty well known. And um, I, I'm an author, as I said, I've written two books about my life, Lead With Your Heart and Enjoy the Journey. And I'm also a founder of a charitable organization that helps orphans in Uganda, a country in East Africa. Gotcha, gotcha, I love it. And tell us a little bit about your motivation for, motivation and story for writing those books and starting the charitable organization. Well, the motivation was I, you know, I was in a really, really terrible car accident in which three people died. I had 15 surgeries. It took me a year to recover. And I was in an abusive marriage. And um, I turned it all around. Uh, Two orphans from Uganda actually saved my life in 2018 from that abusive marriage. So when that happened, I decided to write the books in order to help other people as a way to tell my story. You know, I thought other people might connect with me in some way, something that I had been through along the way, they could probably understand and maybe learn from it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the reason that I started the charitable foundation was the two young men that saved my life were from a place called Malamu Children's Village in Kapala, Uganda. So I made it my mission to find uh, meaning within the things that I went through and to give back to that orphanage and to give back to the children there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Tell us a little bit more about that year after the car crash and kind of what pushed you through that recovery process and when it started getting hard like well sure I mean that I mean that that little story sounds easy but it wasn't well you know I was in a hospital bed and I the only thing that I could see was the ceiling that's it I couldn't move you know I was a young woman I had you know what felt like you know, a a bright future ahead of me. And then all of a sudden I couldn't move. I couldn't do for myself. You know, everything had changed. So I had a friend who was quite a bit unconventional and she came to my bedside and she looked at me and she said, Martha, I can see one of two things happening here. Either you're going to lay here and play the victim and this is all you're going to do with it, or you're going to do something with it. She said, I'm going to send you a book. Okay, so she sent me a book. And that book was by Viktor Frankl, and it was called Man's Search for Meaning. 
and you probably read it, it's very, very popular, you know, a gentleman who had lived through the Holocaust, and not only did he survive, but he ended up thriving afterwards and helping a lot of people. So that was sort of when, after I read this book and my friend kept calling me, that was sort of when, you know, when times got tough, I just kept thinking, what am I complaining about? Look what Dr. Frankel went through. You could push through this. You could do this. If it's been done before, I can do it too. So that's sort of, you know, I always say the car accident was sort of the catalyst uh, that pushed me along, that changed my perception in life. Gotcha. Yeah, I love that. And Victor Frankel's book has changed many, many lives. Many, many lives. Yes. Yes. That story is, you know, when you're just going through your day-to-day life, unreal to think about that, not just Victor Frankel going through that, but like so many people went through that and so many so people many. daily yeah. life. So um, I'm glad that you read that book and I'm glad you came out on the other side of that car accident. Tell us a little bit more about um, the two boys that helped you get out of the abusive marriage and what that process was like. Well, that was, their names, Ivan and Jeffrey. Um, Ivan had been adopted here to the United States by my friend named Tracy, who lives in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And when I was going through all these difficult things, you know, with this recovery, I mean, I had 15 surgeries, you know, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis during this and every, I mean, you know, everything was going wrong. My marriage had become abusive. She said, Martha, you know, what a better way to you know, help it's to get out of your own problems and help someone, you know, so that stuck with me. And I'd always, you know, cause I'm a nurse so that I've always kind of been the helper. So I decided to sponsor Jeffrey. That's Ivan's brother in Uganda. And uh, so that's how the connection to Uganda, Uganda began. Um, I decided that I was going to put Jeffrey through school. And when I told him that I would put him through school, I asked him to do one thing for me afterwards, is to pay it forward in some way. Take the kind act that I had done for him and then pay it forward. So what Jeffrey ended up doing is, uh, he actually started a charitable foundation in Uganda called Ambika Foundation Africa to help the orphans when they're coming out of the orphanage to help them get job skills. Gotcha, I love that. One more time on the name of that. Uh, Amica Foundation Africa. It's actually a Swahili word. It's A-M-K-A. It's Swahili for, it means to, to rise or to lift. Because basically the concept is not a handout, but a hand up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. And that is now, is that what you support? Or you also started one on your own? Um, actually, I started one on my own. Um, Jeffrey, that's kind of his thing. I helped him set up a library and do a few things, but now he does that independently. And, um, you know, in 2018, when he and Ivan helped to save my life, you know, I had to run for my life from my home. And uh, I had to leave with just a suitcase. I had to leave my entire life behind and I had nowhere to go. And Jeffrey told me to go to Ivan go to Minneapolis. I lived in Charleston, West Virginia at that time. We scraped together the money for me to fly to Minneapolis. And that's what I did. And I stayed with my Ugandan family in Minneapolis for about four months. And it was kind of like, well, Minneapolis is a great place to heal. 
um, you know, Minnesota is a beautiful place. It's outside of Minneapolis, it's quiet. And um, then a friend of mine had moved to Las Vegas and she said, well, you're single now, come and move to Las Vegas. Let's, let's start your life over. Let's find out who you are because I had been in an abusive situation. I didn't know who I was, you know? And uh, when I got to Las Vegas, that's when I decided that I needed to make it my purpose and find the meaning in it and start my own foundation. Gotcha. I love that. I love that. And so tell us about your vision for your foundation and your books. Well, I'm writing the third book about my life. It's kind of like the third and final put the end on it. <laughs> you know, um, because, you know, the first one, Lead With Your Heart, is about you know, how I, you know, I, how I went through the car accident, how I became, uh, you know, connected to Uganda and Jeffrey and Ivan and all of that. And then the second book is Enjoy the Journey. And it's about what happened when I got to Las Vegas. Because what I did was I kind of went on a journey of self-discovery. You know, I packed that one suitcase that I had left from my life <laughs> and went on a, an adventure all, uh, around the world, basically. Uh, of course, with my end uh, destination, Uganda, because I wanted to be at Amica Foundation with Jeffrey for a while. So, uh, you know, it was kind of like self-discovery, that sort of thing. And then the third book that uh, I'm working on is talking about the work that we're getting ready to. Uh, it, when I came back from that trip, I'm a nurse, so, you know, the pandemic started. So I'm going to write about my experiences as a nurse during the pandemic. And that's where the book the third and final book is going to start. And then we're going to write about uh, what we're doing in Uganda. And right now is we've bought property and we want to build, uh, we want to expand on what Jeffrey's doing. And we're going to build a school, uh, a medical center, and hopefully um, some other things on that. But we're probably going to start in 2022. I love that. I love that. Tell us about the process of building a school, building a medical center in Uganda. Like you're so far from Uganda. <laughs> well, it's not easy. And, you know, they have a, uh, they have poor leadership. So, you know, I've had to, um, you know, stand up against some not nice people to get the process going. What does that standing up look like? Oh, well, well, doll. Let's see. Uh, you know, I've had to stand. I've had to go in front of uh, U.S. State Department, <laughs> U.S. Congress. Uh, you know, things like that. So it hasn't been an easy process. Gotcha. Yeah. No. For sure. For sure. But you guys are getting it done. And do you have people kind of in Uganda that you're working with to kind of coordinate this, or is it all? Well, sure. Uh, absolutely. Because, you know, just like anywhere else, you know, being this far away, you have to have people you trust. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, when you read my book, Enjoy the Journey, um, I talk about all the people that I've met along the way in my journey and, and how the people in Uganda that have become my family. And those people I trust wholeheartedly. So uh, a lot of the people that we've had help us along the way are people that I've met. And, um, you know, and on that journey, I became friends with part of the royal family there um, of the Buganda kingdom, um, several of the royals, uh, some political figures, and um, that uh, especially working with the royal family has helped. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I love that. Well, awesome. If there were one or two people that you can meet right now, or one or two types of people that you can meet, it can be a specific or a general type of person. And they were going to help you kind of further both your books and getting those properties completed in Uganda, who would they be and how would they do it? Oh my, well, I mean, you know, I don't know about the Uganda part because I think I've pretty much, um, like I said, I've political figures, uh, royalty there. My books, you know, I, I, I don't know because I've, I've met people in the publishing business and I, I've been here um, outside of Hollywood, near Hollywood for the last few months. So to answer that, I'm not really sure. Um, I would like it at some point to be seen on the screen because I feel like in my story are a lot of issues that need to be put out uh, in public, that things that need to be shed a light on, um, you know, such as domestic violence, you know, uh, abuse and, um, you know, uh, uniting people, bringing people together. When you said seen on the screen, are you just talking about yeah. television in general or? Television or movies or, you know, some way to tell it on screen. Gotcha. Gotcha. Are you thinking like documentary form, fictional film, reality TV, like what type of? Oh, no, I wouldn't want to do documentary because I don't like, I'm a writer, not an actress, and I don't like the, you know, I don't like all of that. But, um, you know, a feature film or even a series, like a, a three-part series or something like that would be wonderful. But okay. I guess to, just, to, just to get those messages out. That's awesome. You know, we actually had somebody on the podcast not too many episodes ago that runs like a television broadcast network. Now I'm almost positive that the focus is Christian. So that may not be up your alley. Maybe I don't know where you fall on that, but she might be able to connect you with people sure. who might be able to sure. make that happen is what I'm getting at. So I'll send you that um, okay. right after the podcast. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, what is the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to help you, you know, accomplish your dream? Like how can they support your foundation? Well, um, they can go to my website, mothermarthafamilyfoundation.org. We are always looking for sponsors for the children in um, the orphanage at Malamu Children's Village. They can um, help us in that way. They can give a donation. Um, you know, when we start going there, uh, which right now it's, it's, you know, because of COVID and, and different things, you know, that's not a, a safe thing to do. But um, when we start going, you know, in any type of hands, <laughs> you know, at Balama Children's Village, they have 484 children, you know, so imagine, you know, uh, feeding all of those children, getting them to school, you know, it's not an easy task. Gotcha. And what would that look like when people go over, like, how long would they be over there? What would they be doing? Well, you know, we would have to work that out. But usually when I go, I go for you know a long period of time because you know that's that's what I do but um and people do go there from other countries and stay a week two weeks you know depending on you know whatever time that they could give you know the children there they they have so many children in they have the little houses you know and so many children live in each house and they have a house mother and that house mother is responsible for those children you know getting them fed getting them 
dress, getting them to school, you know, so um, there's, you know, the work that needs to be done there. I mean, they need school supplies, you know, clothing, really for the gentleman that runs it, his name is Joseph Lubega, for him is feeding the children. That is probably the most difficult for him. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, awesome. Awesome. Um, now we're going to jump into our thriving three and our thriving three is just questions. I'm going to ask you to figure out how you thrive in life and what you're doing on a daily basis. And so what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Well, I love Robin Williams. That's my, I love to laugh. So Robin Williams has always been my favorite. And when I'm on Hollywood Boulevard, I always take my picture in his uh, hands and feet, um, you know, as uh, to honor him. So when I watch movies, I want to laugh. I want that to be my break from the world, you know, and especially in the last couple of years, the world has been, you know, very, very mixed up. Yeah. Well, you know, any of any, any Robin Williams movie will do. Of course, Mrs. Doubtfire is my favorite. <laughs> ah, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. So it always makes me laugh no matter what. I love that. I love that. And what's one way you like to take care of yourself? Oh, well, I like, how do I take care of myself? You know, cause we all need that. We all need to take time to ourselves and we need to say, this is my time because we can't give to others if you can't give from an empty cup. So we have to take care of ourselves. And for me, it's going to the salon, get my nails done, my toenails done, my hair, all of those things. It makes me feel better about myself. It gives me a time away. I turn my phone off. I don't allow anyone to disturb me. Absolutely. Gotcha. I love it. And what is one action step that you can take right now to really get to your highest priority dream, building those schools and getting that book out or continue to take if you're already doing it? Well, I think um, as far as going towards your goals is you have to take steps every day towards it. Every day you have to do something. You might have to change your approach sometimes to get to the end, but every day you have to take some step. You have to make a phone call. You have to raise money. You have to uh, do something towards that goal. Yeah. Whether it be write a page, whether it be write two pages, or today I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write for an hour. I love it. I love it. Awesome. So just keep on trucking along and every day do something. Don't have any zero. Yes. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about before we sign off? No. Gotcha. Okay. I love it. Well, Martha, thank you so much for coming on the show. If you guys are listening to this podcast and you love what Martha had to say, you support her story, make sure to buy her books and spread that message, but also support her foundation, mothermarthafamily.org. Mothermarthafamilyfoundation.org. Foundation.org. Gotcha. Yes. Go to that website, show your support, give a donation. And when the time comes, make sure to use your time, use your hands to help and actually go to Uganda with them. Also, at the end of every podcast, you know we ask you guys to send this episode to one or two people you know need to hear this message. So maybe you know somebody who shares Martha's heart for orphans in Uganda. Make sure to send this message over to them and shoot us a five-star review on iTunes, and we're out. 
Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.